0: I want to encourage you to grow your business with what you have right now and set goals for upgrading. Don't just upgrade because you have a few extra dollars in your account and you want it. You are a business owner, so you should think as such. I'm Tracy Lynn, a boudoir photographer and business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping photographers out of their ruts, sticking points, and holdups, and helping them find their way to the business of their dreams. Back in 2016, I left my job as an overworked dental hygienist and built a seven-figure boudoir business, working just 30 hours a month. Every week, we chat about photography, pricing, marketing, and all things business. Join me as we uncover your path to sustainable success so you can find more fulfillment in a balanced life, all with a camera in your hand. This is the Sustainable Freedom with Photography Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. I hope you had the best weekend. We're back at home in our cabin. We're hanging out with our pups. Our weekend was super relaxing after we went to the Chiefs game and watched them win last Thursday. So that was super fun. Guys, we're getting married in five days. I am so excited. I can't even stand it. Since we're back home now, we're just doing all the final prep before Saturday. So mostly taking the week off, maybe doing a little bit of work here and there, but mostly just enjoying this week before our wedding. I am so excited. Did I mention that? I really can't believe we're this close. I feel like this year has just flown by lots of ups and downs, but I am really ready for this weekend and the chance to celebrate us. If you want, you can follow along with wedding stuff and final preparations this week. I'll be putting it on my Instagram story. You can follow me at it's Tracy Lynn on Instagram. I'm going to definitely be sharing all my stories, but I won't be doing a lot of actual work. So I would love for you guys to follow along, chat with me. I'm always in my DMs. I think the biggest thing that I have going this week really is just getting my hair touched up and doing a hair trial. And of course, my nails and a spray tan. Even though it's the end of summer, I am still pasty because that's just who I am. I think a few family and friends will be showing up on Thursday. Friday is a rehearsal dinner. And then on Saturday, that's the wedding. And I can't even wait. Have I said that yet? Am I too excited? I don't think so. We aren't actually taking our honeymoon immediately after, unfortunately. He's in the middle of a pretty big job, so we'll actually have to be back in Tennessee either Monday or Tuesday. So no rest for us. We will probably take our honeymoon the last week in December, most likely. We're still in the planning stages and also have to make sure he has time off work. Highliners really don't get to make plans very far in advance, but I love our life, so I'm not complaining. Thankfully, the wedding planning hasn't been very stressful at all thanks to my wedding planner and the venue that we chose, so I don't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need a vacation immediately after, but what I am going to do is bake a homemade chocolate cake and eat the whole thing as soon as we get back in our motorhome. I told Tommy he can have one small piece, but I'm eating the rest. I've been working out and trying to eat really healthy the past month. I'm doing one of those um, apple cider vinegar cleanses this week, so trying to be really good this final week before the wedding. Since we were in a hotel from mid-July to mid-August while our motorhome was in the shop, I feel like I gained 10 pounds. I'm going to make a last-ditch effort to get back to where I was before all that happened, so cross your fingers for me since I only have five days left to make that happen. Anyway, enough talk about my wedding stuff, even though it's so close and I'm so excited. Before I get started with this episode, I want you to know that I've been working really hard behind the scenes and I have some really cool things coming up in the next month or so. Make sure you're following me on Instagram or at least that you're on my email list so that you have first access to anything I announce because like I said, it's going to be good. So now on to the show. Today, I want to talk about a few things, but I'm also going to start with a story about my first paid boudoir session in my new studio, and this was my new studio when I originally got it back when I moved to St. Louis. I'm moving into a new studio in about three weeks, so a lot going on right now. But long story short, done is better than perfect and you don't need all the props and all the perfect set and brand new equipment to make a woman feel beautiful and make those huge sales. I'm going to share some lessons I learned along the way and some things that you can definitely apply to your business right now. But short story long, let's get started. I'm the person who jumps in headfirst, even if I'm not ready. My first day in my new studio, I brought a friend in to model for me. She helped me bring up a few things like a rug, a mattress, and a sheet set, and my camera equipment. My goal that first day was to get familiar with the studio enough that I knew where the light would fall, how it would fall, and figure out a few pose ideas for my first page session, which was scheduled two or three days later. Obviously, I wasn't wasting any time. I accomplished my goal, I learned a lot about my studio, and I created some beautiful images, and I felt mostly prepared for my first session. And then I had my first paid session. I didn't have anything except that mattress that my friend helped me bring up, a sheet set, and that white fur rug that I'm kind of known for. Other than that, it was just my camera and my client. Side note, I'm not going to lie, I took a huge risk leasing my studio space. Looking back, I really am proud of myself for taking a chance on me, but I found that I work really well under pressure, and I do think that knowing I had to make a $1,000 payment every single month, no matter what, was my motivation to make it work, and it did work. That being said, I had tried Airbnb, I tried renting other photographer spaces, and it just didn't feel right for me. I really do think that my first studio space helped me become the photographer that I am today. And before you think to yourself, well, Tracy made it work, maybe I should try it. A word of warning. I'm aware that not everyone can handle this type of pressure. If you're not the type of person who works well under pressure, I would not take this type of chance until you know that you're for sure financially ready for it. There are other ways to make a boudoir photography studio or any type of studio work without having a photography studio space. When I signed the lease for my studio, though, I had no clients on my schedule and I hadn't booked anyone in months because I didn't have a place to shoot. As soon as I signed my lease, I started hustling using some of the marketing strategies that I've talked about in previous episodes, and I ended up booking one session a few days after I moved into the studio, thankfully. But it was just one session. I don't think I had another one for several weeks. Thankfully, I rocked that session so much so that some of my clients' images are still on my website to this day. It was one of my very favorite sessions. I had hardly any furniture, and I still love how the images turned out. She did as well because she bought one of my biggest packages at the time. I wanted to tell you this story because I want you to know that you do not have to have the best of everything to be successful. You can photograph a beautiful session with what you have right now and still make sure that your clients feel like a million bucks. I mentioned this earlier, but one of my favorite sayings is, done is better than perfect, so much so that it's literally written in the core values of both of my businesses. What I mean by this is get it done with what you have right now and you can perfect it later. Just get it out there. I literally live by this motto, as you can probably tell. To expand on this a little further though, let's talk about how you can implement this motto in your business. Let's start with your images. Use what you have available right now. I went out and I rented a studio with no sessions booked and looking back, I would never recommend that for any of my clients ever. The background or where the studio space is not what clients are looking for at all when they're thinking about and looking at their images a boudoir client specifically is thinking about how you make her feel how she felt in that moment that you clicked the shutter she's thinking about what her significant other will feel when he sees these images instead of going all the way in like I did do you have a space in your house with beautiful light even if it's not the prettiest area could you repaint it and make it work for your shooting space My studio had concrete floors. It does not have to be perfect. Could you rent a mid-range hotel room for two nights and book four to six sessions in one day? Your space in your studio is not the thing that will keep her from booking a session. All you need is somewhere with beautiful light. Let's dive a little bit deeper into your pricing. If you want some of my best advice, go listen to episode 17. In that episode, I talk about pricing specifically, how to set it up, and how to increase it. But honestly, you just need to start somewhere. You can always fix it later if it isn't working. How are you going to know if it's not working if you just wait around trying to make sure it's perfect and second guess it? I'll answer it for you. It's never going to work because you haven't put it out there. Business is a lot of trial and error. You're going to change things so much through your years in business. So you might as well put something out there and start bringing in some revenue right now. And your marketing. Here's something that a lot of photographers get nervous about. With business, you have to put yourself out there even when it's uncomfortable. You have to put yourself out there in more ways than just social media and just throwing up a website. There are more long-term strategies and when you want to get booked ASAP, it's going to take a lot more work than just posting something on your feed and in your stories and hoping that someone bites. Speaking of which, a lot of photographers will throw something on their story, or post in their feed a couple times as an announcement, and when they hear crickets, they just get upset and they give up. I'm sure we've all fallen victim to this mindset. I know I have before. But just know that one post is not going to get anyone to book you immediately. It takes multiple times of seeing something before someone takes action. You can't worry about being annoying. You have to keep posting over and over and over and over again. What if you're working on building a referral program with other business owners? Maybe you're putting yourself out there and you don't immediately feel like it's working. Or maybe you hear the word no one time and it makes you nervous and you don't want to go try it again. Just remember, it is not a personal attack against you. It does not mean that they don't like you or that they don't think that your work is beautiful. If they say no, then what you need to do is take a step back and think about a few things. Are your businesses a good fit? Do your brands work well together? Do they work with your ideal clientele? What you might need to do is take more time to research the businesses you're reaching out to to make sure that they are a good fit before you put any extra time into them. Please understand that if one marketing strategy is a big fat flop, that does not mean that the next one will be two. Keep trying different tactics, reaching out to the right businesses, and never, ever, ever give up. Determination will get you so much further than talent. I want to talk about one more thing, and this thing is what I call equipment envy. I feel like this is something that photographers really, really struggle with. We always want what's new and the better things that are out there, or the latest and greatest camera that just came out, or a new lens, a new computer, an iPad for IPS. We need this software because this other photographer uses it, right? Or this lighting equipment because so-and-so recommends it. I want you to know that you can make money with what you have right now. I photographed a wedding in 2014 with a Canon T3i and a kit lens because my professional camera quit on me halfway through the day. These images turned out just as beautiful as my pro camera because I knew how to use the equipment I had in my hands. Again, whatever you have right now will work. I promise. I want to encourage you to grow your business with what you have right now and set goals for upgrading. Don't just upgrade because you have a few extra dollars in your account and you want it. You are a business owner, so you should think as such. Let's say that you're going to put back a certain amount from each session that you photograph in a depreciation fund. When you reach a certain dollar amount, you can buy that new camera or that new lens or upgrade your computer or whatever you think you need most right now. But you don't have to do it or you don't want to do it until you reach that goal dollar amount. My photography business has brought in $1.4 million since 2017, and I have not upgraded my equipment since 2015. Want to hear something crazy? I've actually never owned a brand new camera. I've always bought my equipment used. I bought what is now my backup camera, which is a 5D classic off of eBay in 2013. It was my main camera, the one that had a malfunction at the wedding, and since I've had it fixed, it still works perfectly well. In 2015, I bought a Canon 5D Mark III from a wedding photographer, and to this day, it's still my main camera. And then I also bought a 70 200 2.8L that same year from a different wedding photographer, and this camera and lens setup is what I'm still using now. The only other lens I have is a 50mm 1.2L, which I rarely use. You don't have to have the best equipment to not only make money, but also make a lot of money. Most of the cameras, or honestly, even the cameras from any time in the last decade or so, they're just fine for what we need as portrait photographers. Because remember, it is the photographer and it is not just the camera. I mean, think about it. How annoyed do you get when just like a client says your camera is really good? I know we've all heard that and we've all thought about that and we've all been annoyed by that. So just think about that. It's the photographer, not the camera. I hope that this episode has encouraged you to make a go at it with what you have right now, whether that's your marketing strategy, your pricing, your studio space, or your equipment. Just put it out there. There are memories that need to be preserved. You never know when a family member might not be there anymore, and all that family has are the photos that you took. What you offer is not just a luxury. It's something that families in the world truly need for their legacy and their memories. I was listening to a podcast episode just this morning. It was a podcast, Something Was Wrong, and on this episode, a newborn baby was stolen from the hospital in the 90s. Because it was a newborn in the 90s, they didn't have any photos of her to put out there on the news channels or anything. Remember that in the 90s, we didn't have phones with cameras on them that we carried everywhere, but they didn't even have one single photo that they could have had developed. The podcast episode made it really obvious to me how important photography is. Not just back then, but now too. Photos are important, what you do is important. Please get your work out there into the world and especially if you're a boudoir photographer, there are women out there who need what you offer. They need the confidence, they need the empowerment that you will no doubt give them. Don't hide behind excuses and withhold what you offer from the world. Your business is a journey and you will always be learning. You'll make mistakes along the way and that's okay. You will learn from them and I promise because I made them, you're going to be the only one who remembers your mistakes. I truly hope this episode is motivation for you to put yourself out there where you are right now. You deserve success and your future clients are ready and waiting for you. All right, guys, I think that's it, and I'm going to go back to wedding planning, and I will talk to you guys next week with a different last name. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Monday, and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.